You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. This podcast is brought to you by OnlineGaming.com, the place to be for all the latest gambling news and tips throughout the NFL playoffs. Visit OnlineGambling.com backslash NFL to get the edge over the competition throughout this year's playoffs. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going great. Crazy week 18 in the NFL, capped by an unbelievable game, and my Steelers just storming into the playoffs. Oh, I've got to ask you, oh. of course, obviously you're, you're there in Pittsburgh. I was, I was watching the game on Sunday night. And of course there were the, the you know, the jokes that they would, the, the chargers and Raiders would kneel the entire game. And I, I hope nobody really thought that might true, happen. True, right. uh, of course it wasn't going to, but then the closer we get and, and right. the chargers are coming back and, and it goes into overtime and, and the, the minutes and seconds are, are ticking off the clock and, I mean, it, it really looked like it was actually going to happen. How, how, what was the feeling for Steelers fans? I mean, it had to be, it had to be unreal. It was a strange situation. I mean, to not root for a tie and that's all you care about is just an odd position to be in every step of the way. Like, boy, I hope he goes for two here to screw up the score or, you know, things like that every step of the way. And then really... What an unbelievable fourth quarter drive by Herbert, who's just a superstar, and his his name's mm-hmm. going to come up here pretty soon in today's podcast. By the way, um, I thought, boy, these teams are going to tie. Yeah, I mean, I, I said this on Peacock and Williamson yesterday that if you displace your fanship and just say, my owner is paying me as the head coach to get my team in the playoffs. I'm going to do the job I'm paid for and do anything I possibly can to get them in. And then Staley calls that late time out, and I think the Raiders are just like, heck with it, let's knock out the rivals, you know, send a message within the division, because I really thought that game was going to end in a tie. But it was fun to watch every step of the way. I just had a weird perspective on it, obviously. Yeah, I can't can't imagine being a Steelers fan and watching that game. Of course, you're right, it, it did feel like... Uh, there with under under a minute left and overtime that the Raiders were content to run out the clock and yeah uh, yeah it really felt like Staley uh, screwed that one up but who knows who knows how that would have played out a bunch of my Steeler buddies put a bet down after the Steeler game betting on a Raiders Charger tie at long odds thinking mm-hmm. well if they don't get their favorite team in at least they'll make a buck <laughs> you know? they won either way. yeah exactly. Oh wow! Yeah, what what a game! What a it, it was overall. It was a, an ugly week of football. I thought. Of course, we always see some backup players, or lots of backup players, in that final week of the season uh, of the regular season. Um, I don't, it seems like we didn't see that quite as much this year, but uh, there there were some ugly games. I'm, sure. I'm glad we ended at least on an exciting note uh, with with that win and end game. Without question. Well, Matt, as the NFL moves towards the playoffs, we are, of course, moving towards the dynasty offseason. We've kind of been tiptoeing around it over the past few weeks, but really wanted to get through the NFL regular season. We have done that now. Uh, so we're, we're moving into full offseason mode, and we're going to start with 
our first off-season Dynasty ADP. Over the next two days, we'll talk about and take a look at the top 10 players at all four key fantasy positions. Uh, really, this is just kind of setting the benchmark for uh, for where these players are being valued at this point, uh, essentially first thing in the offseason. And uh, we always see big swings. Free agency will, be, will bring many changes. Of course, the NFL draft will bring lots of changes in the way we value uh, not only rookies, but, but veterans alike. So this, this is the starting point, and we're going to start with the top 10 quarterbacks. Uh, Matt, no, no real surprise. We've got Patrick Mahomes at the top of the list. Uh, some, some ups and downs this season, but he, I, I feel like Mahomes ended uh, on a little bit of a hot streak, maybe closer to what we would have expected from him all season long. So he is still the QB1 in Dynasty. No shocker there. Uh, also, probably no surprise, Josh Allen is the quarterback, too. Um, feel like a, some of his competition, of course, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, are, are kind of the, the main two guys that uh, have been mentioned often in the same tier as Allen. Both of those guys fell off a little bit uh, this season, mostly due to injury. Each of them missed multiple games. So it's Allen at quarterback, too. Let's talk about this QB3. It's the name we already talked about. Justin Herbert yeah. jumping ahead of Kyler Murray, ahead of Lamar Jackson, uh, ahead of even Dak Prescott, who was uh, regularly valued and ranked ahead of ahead of the Chargers quarterback. So we've got Justin Herbert as QB3 here. Any, any argument against that? I don't think so. I, I want to throw one nugget out at the top before we get to Herbert is – I think the last time we did this, I put Allen over Mahomes. And at that point, Mahomes was just on the football field. You know, it's true scouting, you know, viewpoint here. Mm -hmm. He was struggling with some things. You know, it's not like he got figured out or anything. But he wasn't Superman for there for a while. Well, I think he's back to being Superman and deserves to be at the top. Herbert. I mean, that Sunday night game just showed how special of a passer he is and how cool, cool and calm he is and how well he handles pressure. The arm talent is crazy. So I guess I put him over Murray and Jackson. But I wish... I mean, their running is just hard to ignore, but Murray's is inconsistent week to week. Sure, sure, I agree, and... And honestly, I think uh, I think tiers are more important here than head-to-head rankings and, and trying to de- define the line between Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson, right, or, right. or you know whoever it might be. So the big question for me is: Is it clear that Justin Herbert, and we can go ahead and talk about Joe Burrow in this conversation as well, because he's the quarterback six in our new ADP again. This is January. DLF Dynasty ADP not on the site yet if you're uh, if you're a subscriber there yeah, but it will it be out. very soon in just the next next few days. So Justin Herbert quarterback 3, Joe Burrow quarterback 6. Are you confident in saying that those two second year quarterbacks are now in the top tier along with Mahomes, Allen, Murray and Lamar? Yes. But Burrow would be a clear six, which is no knock on him as a player. I just think he's the least runner of the group. Um, and I wish he was protected a little better, which might come this offseason. 
I think they all belong. I'm not sure if this is what you were asking, but just from an NFL standpoint, I think they've absolutely cleared the hurdles of are these big-time players or not. They are big-time players. I have all the faith in the world in them. I would buy every bit of stock I could in Burrow and Herbert. I might put Mahomes and Allen in a tier above the other four, though. Okay. All right, that's that's fair. So, again, our top six, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Murray, Jackson, and Burrow. I do see a gap but, uh, from there to the rest. Yes. Uh, quarterback seven is Jalen Hurts. We've talked about him so much, and, and really all all fantasy managers have talked about him or thought about him so much because he, he's – He's been so difficult to to really get a, a feel on, and a lot of that has come from uh, uncertainty as far as is is he the long term answer for the Eagles? I think at this point we can be as confident in him as as almost anybody else that that he's their guy. They're not drafting anybody in in the first round, or you know they're not signing a free agent. I, I don't think they're going to be in on. Uh, Watson, Deshaun Watson, yeah. as is, as had been the rumor at one at some point. At, at this at this juncture, going into the off season, I'm I'm confident that Hertz is the guy, and and now it just comes down to where do you rank him amongst the rest of their group? I do too, but I just said about Burrow and Lore, or Burrow and Herbert being out of the woods as are these big time NFL quarterbacks. Hertz isn't there for me, just, you know, in terms of what he is as a player. I 100% agree with you that I think they will not be heavily in the quarterback market, but I think it's still to be determined a year from now. You know, like, That's fair. You know, who's the starter in L.A. and Cincinnati in 2024? It's Burrow and Herbert. Uh, in Philly, I think Herbert or, or Hertz will get a year now with an improved supporting cast, all these picks to help to help him out, but he could still flop. Sure, sure. And that's why I, I, I agree with that. I, yeah, I can see that and and that's that's why there's that gap, right? Yeah, from yeah. from that group to That's why I put uh, the next guy over him. I was surprised at how this fell and and if you're listening to this, you might be saying, "What about Dak Prescott? He comes in here at quarterback 8, he's fallen behind Burrow, behind Hurts, who uh who he had who Dak had almost always been uh, drafted and, and ranked ahead of, so a little bit of a surprise. He of course hit um, hit a slow stretch this season as well. Um, I'm still confident in, in Dak long term. I'm certainly confident in that Dallas offense. I I would rank Prescott ahead of Jalen Hurts also. Okay, as you said, I, I think that that he's. I mean, he had a really gruesome injury like one year ago, you know, and yeah. I think there's some peripheral injuries, the calf that kind of stemmed from that, but I have no concerns about him big picture. Let's finish off the top 10 quarterbacks. Again, this is according to January DLF Dynasty ADP. Find that on DynastyLeagueFootball.com very soon. A couple interesting guys here. Quarterback nine is Trey Lance. That's the first rookie that we've mentioned. So he's being drafted ahead of Justin Fields, ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Um, not not sure what to think of that. Mm-hmm. I, I still value all three of those guys uh, pretty close together. In, that was in actually that my group. question for you. I was going to bring those three up together. I think I would agree with with our drafters here that Lance is my QB one from from that trio. 
but they're they're also tight. And, and quarterback ten, uh, just to get through the list here is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, of course, two two ends of the spectrum here with with Lance, the rookie, uh, who hardly played. He got two starts. Uh, you know, there there were some debatable uh, uh, thoughts, I guess, on on his play. I was pretty impressed, but. Um, oh yeah, me you know, too. not not. I guess, I guess the 49ers were not impressed enough to send him out there with with the season on the line. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo gets the start in Week 18, and then Aaron Rodgers. What what more can we say here? Probably going uh, for back to back MVPs. Looking more and more likely that he'll stay in Green Bay. Is that fair to say? I think so. I mean, yeah, I think he's smart enough to realize. Grass probably isn't greener, you know. I mean, if they franchise Devontae Adams, maybe even trade Jordan Love, you know. I mean, uh, why not finish out the stretch there? They win thirteen games every year and go to the NFC Championship game. I mean, that's not to, and win MVPs. Like, isn't that what we're trying to do here? Yeah. So a strong list of quarterbacks. Again, let's run through them: Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Murray, Jackson, Burrow, Hertz, Prescott. Trey Lance at quarterback nine and Aaron Rodgers. Those are the top 10 quarterbacks to begin the offseason, according to DLF Dynasty ADP. One last note, I apologize. I mean, the the other name is the elephant in the room is Deshaun Watson. I mean, he shouldn't be in the top right. 10 right now, but Lance versus Watson versus Fields versus Lawrence to me is all about the same at this minute. I mean, he's almost just in in a tier of his own, sure. in, kind of in that holding pattern. Uh, what, of, of course, the first question we need answered is what's going to happen uh, with the legal situation? Uh, will he even be playing in the league in 2022 and beyond? And then if and when that is all settled, what team is he playing for? Who, who's right. he playing for? Right. It's not, go- not going to be the Texans. We'll see who that actually is. When we come back, we will dive into the top 10 running backs, according to our new Dynasty ADP. People think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes, but for TurboTax Live experts, that's what makes things interesting, really. Life changes are exciting, and they usually have tax implications. But maybe you're a full-time employee who decided to freelance, and now you need some advice on how to file as a contractor. Maybe you started driving rideshare after your 9-to-5 job, or maybe you work in one state but live in another and you need some help reporting your income. So luckily, TurboTax Live has experienced experts dedicating to, dedicated to answering all of your tax questions and finding every deduction for you. And you can talk to them from your phone without ever having to leave your house, which is awesome. Uh, whether you got married, had kids, or changed careers, TurboTax Live experts are ready to help you with your unique tax situation and get you the best tax outcome. To TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean an even greater refund. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Do your thing. They've got your taxes. Into it, TurboTax Live. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're talking Dynasty ADP today and tomorrow as well. We already talked about the top 10 quarterbacks. 
Now it's time for the running backs. And just as there was no surprise at the top of the quarterback list, Matt, that is true here with the running backs. Also, Jonathan Taylor, he was the RB1 uh, this season in the 2021 season. He is the clear RB1 in dynasty right now. I think he will be the 101 in redraft leagues next year. I think he will be the 101 in most dynasty startup drafts that take place this offseason. Kind of a frustrating end to his season, but I don't think I don't think it was frustrating enough to uh, to move him off of this no. top line. No, I think that's a. I honestly, I think that's the easiest thing in this whole list. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, not easy at all. After that, I don't think there's a clear RB two. I don't think there's. Uh, I'm not even sure there's a clear second tier. Taylor in his own tier, in my opinion. After him. From two to ten, we're we're nitpicking the entire list. Honestly, uh, we do have DeAndre Swift still at the RB two. He's been holding down that spot uh, for really for a few months now. And your guy Najee Harris is the RB three. Um, so let me get this right: Taylor's one and Swift is two. Uh, I, I, knew, I knew we were going here. I just wanted to be clear. I knew that wouldn't get past you. Taylor Swift, one and two. Okay, I just right. wanted to be clear. Fair enough. Okay, we, we got that other good, one. Good, good. Najee Harris, RB3. Um, I, I've seen a lot of comparisons lately between Harris and the other uh, primary rookie running back, which is Javante Williams. And um, while Harris was the uh, the 101 or the, the top pick or at least drafted ahead, of Williams in in virtually every rookie draft back in the in the spring and summer, it seems like the the tides have turned a little bit, and and now many prefer Williams ahead of Harris. Uh, we've had the conversation on here as well. You've you've made the comment that uh, Harris is is going to rely on volume while while Williams is a little more dynamic. I assume you still agree with that. Yeah, but what are your expectations when it comes to change in Pittsburgh this offseason, primarily at the quarterback position, and how that impacts Harris? I more and more think this year they're going to go the Winston Mariota Trubisky type route, which probably doesn't make people super excited. But I also think that they will spend good money on a veteran starting center and maybe a first-round pick on a tackle, you know, which is kind of appealing, especially if the Winston Mariota guy is only a one-year fix. I mean, I, I think it'll be a short-term guy, maybe a Matt Ryan. I mean, I mean, I know those names don't inspire confidence, but I think they're really going to prioritize building the line of scrimmage and the skill guys are basically in place, and then maybe insert the next quarterback, which I don't think is bad for Harris. I mean really succeeded this year without much around them. Yeah, that's that's fair to say. He'd still be I my think two. It, he still would be your RB2. Yeah. I think for many it seems to be a question of upside uh, of Harris versus Williams, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of interesting. I mean, Najee Harris had 10 RB1 games this season. That's the second most uh, among all running backs. Only Jonathan Taylor had more. So – we've kind of seen the upside and um, yeah, it, it probably came as a result of, of volume, but um, I don't know. I, I think 
I think Harris is getting a little too much hate, honestly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. At this point, I'm I'm Williams over Harris, but I'm I, I don't think Harris is is a you know a bad player to have on your team. I'd certainly like to have him. Uh, if you're taking him in the first round of a startup draft, I probably wouldn't, but I understand it. He's more of an early second rounder for me. I would not have Swift two or three either. I think I'd go Taylor Harris Williams at the top of the list. Taylor Harris and Williams. Okay. All right. That yeah, that's fair. And and like I said, it's two through ten and we're gonna talk about the top it's ten messy. today, but really really two through fifteen maybe. Yeah, you're you're just seeing very little difference between those players. Um we'll get into some of the veterans here. Christian McCaffrey is the R B four. I think he will be an interesting player to value this offseason. A lot of dynasty managers uh, are simply frustrated that he has not been on the field much the past two seasons. So you could, uh, you could, we could finally be at the point where Christian McCaffrey is affordable in dynasty, a player that you could actually uh, acquire. I don't want to say easily, but uh, at a, at a reasonable price, uh, he's the RB four. Some of the other veterans clumped together in the bottom half of this list, Dalvin cook, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, and Nick Chubb are six through nine. Matt, we've we've got these young guys: Taylor, Swift, Harris, and Javante Williams on this list. We've got the veterans who are 25, 26, 27 years old. Uh, we pretty much know what they can give us, and and maybe even know what they're going to give us if they're healthy. The question is, how long? Right? Do we do we have one or two more years of those players? Uh, or, or can some of them potentially, you know, break that mold and, and give us more? I think it's going to be really interesting to see how dynasty managers value uh, the young running backs, especially uh, especially Harris and, and Williams versus those veterans. Yeah, and it's we basically have had the same conversation all year long. I mean, because there's there's two distinct clumps, you know the. High upside yep. guys that have a few years less, you know, wear and tear on their tires, and the established stars. You know, I mean, Kamara, Cook, McCaffrey, those guys that are nearing the end. If we, even if we don't want to admit it, and a couple of that group, um, Ezekiel Elliott's not mentioned here. Barkley's really fallen off, you know, and you know Henry missed the majority of the year. Aaron Jones isn't even on the list. I mean, there's a a pile of those guys. There are still really good football players that you know might be values here. Uh, it just feels like a changing of the guard overall that's bound to happen sooner than later. I wish I had a better handle on what's coming into the league. I know there's not a Saquon-like prospect, but it sounds like there's a lot of day two picks, which th- this mm-hmm. group could really use a, a pile of. Um, one note here, and I know this isn't what you asked, but considering they're not in the top 10, two and maybe three names that I think I would be buying at their Mm. supposed cost since they're not on this list is Gibson, Dobbins, and maybe Akers, especially if I can, especially if I can see a little bit of Akers in the playoffs. Those are exactly the guys I would ask you about. That's hilarious. We'll do that right after this break. Hey everyone, this is Matt Williamson with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. Uh, My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. 
Uh, just do download the free Get Upside app at the App Store or Google Play right now. Use our promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus of $0.25 cents per gallon on your fill-up. That's, that's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Uh, just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents a gallon back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catches here involved. So the cash back gets added right into your account. You can, you can cash out any time to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card from Amazon. Just download the free GetUpside app and use our promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, we're all looking for an edge these days, and I'd like to thank OnlineGambling.com for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't know already, OnlineGambling.com is a website dedicated to giving gamblers the edge. Uh, throughout the playoffs, they're providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help you make your bets as informed as ever. Uh, OnlineGambling.com give, ga gives gamblers the edge by providing the best and most trusted experience online all day, every day, inspiring every gambler in the world to beat the odds. Don't make emotional decisions with your hard-earned dollars. Make informed decisions with informed sources by experts. Be sure to consult OnlineGambling.com before you place your bets. So uh, they're on a mission to be the world's most empowering gaming and betting site, giving gamblers the edge by providing the best and most trusted experience online every day. Uh, OnlineGambling.com is inspiring every gambler in the world to beat the odds and doing a great job doing it. So go to www.OnlineGambling.com and check out the latest NFL playoff news and tips on how you can get the edge. I mean, visit the website for NFL tips ahead of these playoffs and during the playoffs, of course. So make sure you visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL for all the latest gambling news and tips to give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember, it's OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to make the most of this year's profits through the playoffs. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Check back tomorrow when we cover the wide receiver and tight end Dynasty ADP. Now make your second listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Matt, we're talking the top 10 running backs in DLF Dynasty ADP for the month of January. Taylor, Swift, Harris, McCaffrey, Williams, Cook, Kamara, Mixon, and Chubb. Those are the top nine. The RB10 is Saquon Barkley. You mentioned a few names before the break. We'll get to those soon, but I do want to ask you about Saquon Barkley. Obviously, falling way off, uh, not only in production, but in value. This is a, a player who was really locked in as the RB1 and the overall 101 in, in Dynasty for months, if not more than a year. And now here we are with injuries, with uh, just just disappointing play on the field. He's down at the RB10, and you can make a case that he should be lower than that. Then yesterday, we get the news that it looks like Joe Judge is, is staying in town. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of Giants fans were disappointed in that. Uh, I, I, I don't have any rooting interest 
for the Giants, but just as a as a football fan and as a as a fantasy player, it's it is kind of frustrating because it feels like it feels like that back black cloud over uh, over Saquon and and the rest of that team. So, how are you valuing Barkley after yesterday's news? Even before that, way lower because frankly, I blame ownership here, and I think that this is one that the Jags and Giants now are the weakest organizations in the league and really don't know how what it takes to win in this league, don't understand where to attack the problem, don't understand that they keep making the same mistakes time and time again, which is my biggest Barkley red flag. You mix that in with a really bad offensive line and a massive injury history. Barkley, he'd be closer to 20 to me than 10. Yeah, he's he's a little lower on my list as well. Just just a frustrating situation for uh, a player that uh, we all loved the talent and, mm-hmm. and still do. We're just we're just sure. not seeing it, honestly. And he doesn't say health. I mean, I, I want to say it's not his fault, but hey, stay on the field. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, you mentioned three names uh, that I want to cover. They're not on this list, not in the top ten currently. They're they're close. They're knocking on the door. Antonio Gibson. Uh, of course, dealt with injuries really all season long. Seemed like he was always banged up, uh, toughed it out for the most part, didn't miss many games, uh, but clearly was not healthy. And then the duo of J.K. Dobbins and Cam Akers, who uh, I started to say missed the entire season. We can't say that. Cam <laughs> Akers made his debut in Week 18. Uh, just, just really an unbelievable recovery for him. Tears the AC. I'm sorry, tears the Achilles in July and gets back on the field uh, by the end of the regular season. Hopefully we will get to see some some good things from him in the playoffs. Um, so talk about those three players. Which of those are you most confident in, and which do you see potentially leapfrogging that group of veterans, Kamara, Cook, Chubb, etc.? I love Dobbins. I love them coming out of school. I think he's going to go to a very strong organization that'll get back on track quickly with Lamar there and probably an early round offensive lineman thrown in the mix. So I'm a big Dobbins believer. His injury didn't sound that catastrophic either. So I'm not worried about that. That's one thing that worries me about Akers. It sounds like his injury was worse. Although Akers is back now and Dobbins isn't. And we do get the benefit of maybe seeing a carrier too. In the postseason of Acres, which is wonderful. Um, but I guess if I have to pick one, it would be Gibson. I mean, a broken shin to me is fluky. You know, and, and he, he dealt with that all year. Showed the toughness to still be productive. J.D. McKissick's a free agent after the year. Maybe it's just a year late, but he may get the true every down roll. And Gibson is, is a player that in the... In the preseason, in the offseason, I thought he could challenge to be in that Jonathan Taylor position. I thought yeah. he might be the dynasty RB1, and uh, I was not alone in that. A lot of people were, were expecting big things from Antonio Gibson. Myself included. Uh, so we don't, we don't want to give up on him too soon. Matt, that is it for today. We will be talking running back. I'm sorry. We will be talking wide receiver and tight end on tomorrow's show. So more Dynasty ADP talk to get the offseason started. 
That's it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.